My mother is a bit of an enigma. Basically, we don't really know that much about her childhood or, you know, even her family on one level. Uh, yeah, she doesn't speak too much about that, only a little bit. But then, uh, you know, growing up, she never really spoke that much about her family. And I grew up in a large kind of extended Italian family. Uh, both my parents are immigrants. My father came over from Italy. My mother came over from Mexico. Uh, and my father had seven brothers and a sister in Indiana. And then my mom just got absorbed into the family. So I know a lot more about my extended Italian family, the Italian side, you know, all of that. But and not so much about my mom. She doesn't speak too much about her past or, you know, her family or uh, her friends or even just the old memories. Not for a long, long time. I remember way back in the day when I was very young, uh, the woman that took care of my mother, who I thought was her mother, but it was actually her aunt. But she called her mama. I called her grandma you know, uh, Abuelita, she came to stay with us and she ended up passing away here in, uh, in, in, in Indiana, in Indiana. I was, I was pretty young, um, you know, but then like two decades ago, my father died. Um, yeah, it's been just over 20 years now. And, uh, for the last 12 years, basically, I've been taking care of my mom. You know, I've been living with her. and uh, So she has been opening up a little more, telling me some stories about her childhood and childhood friends and uh, just great memories, you know. I mean, you start spending a lot of time as adults with your parents. and Well, basically, you just learn things about them and... and uh, you know, one thing I noticed uh, that there there are many stories my mom likes to tell that just make her so happy when she recalls them. And sometimes she looks like a little girl excited about things, you know. And she was telling me this story about how her father had bought her a little pedal car when she was a, a child, and she was always so happy. And and uh, when she was telling this story. <laughs> She just, she had her feet up in the air. She was like pushing the pedals on the pedal car and driving. And I could just tell she loved that toy. And then other toys and Betty Boop and uh, just memories of things and objects. And and she's she's told this story to us as children a few times, not so many, but just uh, how excited she would be as a child to go eat grasshopper tacos, you know. And uh, just a, like about two years ago, she found a connection for Chapalines, uh, you know, grasshoppers. Here in Idaho, the woman lives in Twin Falls, but she sells she sells them out of her friend's house, black market style. Out of her sister's house. Oh, my mom was so excited to get these chapalines and make, you know, we have them with chorizo and eggs in the morning. She makes grasshopper tacos and 
And I, you know, she tells this story about when she was a kid to go, you know, go eat grasshopper tacos. You know, in Oaxaca, where she grew up, there's just chapulines everywhere. They have, you know, grasshopper taco stands, that kind of thing. I mean, we're not too big on eating eating uh, insects, but pretty big deal down in Oaxaca. And, you know, my mother, she's just so excited when she tells these stories. And and then I started to notice that, uh, you know, she started opening up a little more about her past with me and some close friends. And, and uh, yeah, I just, you know, learning things about my mom. You know, of course, there's some hard stuff, but... She likes to share the good stories, and my friends love to hear it. And I even have, you know, I have two friends that are women that mentioned how much they love to hear the stories my mom tells. And uh, I thought that was, I thought that was really cool. I thought that was really cool. And then, you know, basically, last week I was just thinking about my mom uh, because we were getting ready to eat uh this traditional Oaxacan meal with with chapalines, you know, and oh my mom was so excited to make it <laughs> and she loves eating it. Uh there's a picture of her eating this giant flyuda. Uh it's basically like a, a Mexican pizza, but uh it's on thin crust. Uh it's just really oh it's one of her favorite meals and and uh, I was just, you know, I was just w- recalling, thinking about how excited she was about eating and making this this meal with grasshoppers. And then I reflected on that one story she tells about uh, when she was a child, how excited she was to go eat grasshopper tacos and (laughs) you know and then I and then that led me to you know the train of thought just kept chugging away and then I just started thinking about all these great you know stories that my mom has told and and stories that my friends have said they enjoy hearing her tell stories and then you know we make olives we've been pressing olives the last couple years and uh you know, my mom has so many great stories about that time frame in her life when we were very young and she was living with my Italian family and she's learning very traditional Italian things to cook and prepare and olives are one of them. and You know, and just other other stories about her father and uh, and just things from her past that I didn't really know about. And then, <clears throat> you know, my mom's like 70-something. And, uh, you know, it's easy to forget the quality of impermanence because basically 100% of everyone that was ever born, that was ever born, well, has died. And, uh, you know, I, I know one day she's going to be gone. And lately i just been thinking a lot about all these stories and I... I was like, you know, there, you know, people talk about this like, yeah, of course, 100% of everyone that was ever born dies, but maybe 
98.5 to 99% of those people are completely forgotten. Totally, you know, life goes on and even family members, you know, forget these qualities. And, you know, I was, and then I was talking to another friend of mine, kind of about my mom and, you know, just she brought up how much she loves to hear my mom's stories, you know, and then she's like, oh, you should write all those down. I'll send you this app. And, you know, if you send in all those stories, they'll make a book. And I was like, oh, well, if I'm, you know, if I'm going to make a book, you know, the memoirs of Lolita Anastasio, then, you know, it's definitely got to be called Grasshopper Tacos. And we got a big kick out of that. That was real funny. And, and uh, but that's kind of been on my brain. And then, just, you know, I've been paying attention to my mom telling stories and how much people enjoy listening to her. And and I thought, you know what, I should just try to capture these on video and, and do something. Like, you know, of course, write them down or, you know, just, just something, right? And this is, this has basically been my contemplation and, uh, it's been really inspired, you know, about the Chapolines and grasshopper tacos and all that. And, you know, sometimes I get these ideas in my head. But you'll have to tune in to podcast uh, Grasshopper Tacos Part 2 because I'm just going to talk a little more about what I think I'm going to do uh, to share my mother's stories. See, I told you. He's strange and wonderful. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Alejandro with One Hand Speaks. Find me online at onehandspeaks.com and all your social media outlets.